Welcome to Simplifying Remote Collaboration. In each episode, we'll discuss how the shift to hybrid working and learning has put growing pressure on IT departments to better support remote collaboration. At a time when resources are stretched thin by competing priorities, we'll explore ways to simplify the IT setup and management of hybrid spaces. Welcome back to Simplifying Remote Collaboration. I am your host for today, Ben Thomas. You know, when you look back at the pandemic and even in the post-pandemic world, some of the people who have been impacted the most uh, by our changing workforce infrastructures and the constant shift in technology and demands uh, has been our IT and technology teams. In some cases, even to the point where it's almost totally changed their job description. Now they're having to make decisions on pieces of gear, remote technology, and really helping decentralized workforces collaborate in a way that they never have before. Uh, and now that we have enough data to support that, especially over a two to three year term, it's time for us to analyze and dig in a little bit deeper into what that means for our community. Uh, and to help break it down for us today, I've got Raul Castanone from S&P Global. Raul, thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Well, Raul, one of the things that you've seen uh, at S&P is uh, obviously that, that data helps support some of those metrics. So set the table for us a little bit. What are some of the data points that you're seeing uh, for the IT and integrated technology world? Yeah, definitely a good starting point. So uh, what we have seen is uh, basically an evolution uh, in three distinct phases where we have uh, first the uh, uh, office-centric work environment with occasional uh, uh, mobile and uh, remote workers. Then um, from one day to the other, we were all forced to work remotely. That's a very distinct second phase and obviously with many challenges for, for IT. What we're seeing now, and um, I, I could say uh, based mainly on the survey that we did uh, back in October, um, most companies are now transitioning to a third distinct phase where it's all about hybrid work. Now, it's it's become a, certainly the, the buzzword of, of the year for sure, uh, but it's definitely a trend that is impacting IT and it's impacting how uh, we conduct ourselves in our day-to-day -day work. So uh, the first thing that I could highlight then is that it's a separate, distinct phase and it has different challenges to the ones that IT experienced at the beginning of the pandemic where the focus was more on business continuity. Uh, what I can say is that now it's all about flexibility. And, you know, we, we talk about the changing role and the challenges a little bit of the IT and technology teams at these enterprise places. You know, break it down a little bit more for us. What are some of the core challenges that you're seeing these people face on a day-to-day -day basis? Yeah, so security and compliance certainly are uh, key to this uh, transition into a new phase. So when uh, you go from the office-centric environment where IT basically had near uh, full control of the environment to a remote uh, work um, uh, that really changes the landscape for IT in terms of security. Now, since the focus at the start of the pandemic was more on business continuity, we know that many organizations actually bypassed or they were forced 
to um, be more flexible in terms of security and compliance. Now that we are three, uh, nearly three years after the start of the pandemic, what we see is organizations paying more attention to security and compliance. And it's not just uh, the, the need to support the distributed environment, since uh, we, we know that uh, many people will choose to remain working remotely, but you also have external factors like uh, last year, I think it was around September where the SEC came down on financial firms and banks regarding compliance and security for business uh, communications. So IT is now facing um, increased pressure um, to enforce uh, security and compliance. Uh, so I think that's going to be a, a big topic this year. You know, the actual purchasing decisions, the way that people are making decisions uh, on gear, whether it be webcams, whether it be, uh, you know, things like laptops or even, you know, collaboration technologies has evolved. And that buying cycle looks a little bit different. Talk about how the data supports uh, some of those changes in the, buy in the buying cycle. Well, you bring up two topics that I think are central to what we're seeing right now in terms of challenges for IT. And uh, they are in in addition to, to uh, security and compliance, you have uh, scalability and flexibility. So what IT now needs to do, uh, like I said, going from the office centric to the extreme distributed uh, workforce, it's now a combination that requires flexibility. And that flexibility just increases significantly the, the level of complexity that IT has to deal with. So as, as you mentioned, we now have to deal with uh, the uncertainty of how many people will be participating in a meeting. Will they be present in the office or remote? Can we provide the same level of experience uh, to both those that are in the office and those that are participating remotely? And uh, so, so that, that brings up numerous challenges. And then in addition to that, rather than a centralized uh, um, workforce in an office, you have this multitude uh, endpoints to, to, to take care of. So as you mentioned, how do you do that at a scale? Um, so that's definitely bringing up numerous uh, challenges and I could mention, for example, the need for um, automation and the ability to uh, for IT to do many tasks uh, remotely as well. You know, when you talk about some of these implementation challenges, things like having to uh, support new devices and support new users and support onboarding, you know, Talk about some of those key challenges that this new technology and some of these new responsibilities are creating uh, from an actual device management and IT standpoint. Great question. So, um, again, just um, going back to the context of uh, uh, from the office centric to the remote work and now to a mixed environment. Um, so there was a significant investment in communications and collaboration at the beginning of the pandemic. Namely, uh, like we said, because 
of the need for business uh, continuity. That was the, the urgency. We did see uh, at the start of the of the pandemic. So this could be uh, back to uh, Q2 and Q3 in 2020 that there was a significant contraction in terms of IT spending. So out of the 10 um, categories that we follow up on, the only one that did not experience a, a, a contraction was uh, business communications and collaboration. And that trend has uh, continued um, through the lockdown period and, and until now. So we still see companies investing there. Now, what has what happened uh, last year, there was a, a, a shift because companies were coming out of the pandemic. They were investing, uh, for example, in uh, remote work technologies. So you see a lot of companies investing, obviously, in mobile phones and uh, laptops, uh, tablets, uh, all sorts of devices. Uh, business uh, communications and collaboration, software, uh, cameras, and other peripherals. Um, however, towards uh, Q3 and Q4, with um, all the macroeconomic factors, including the war in Ukraine and inflation concerns, uh, interest rates, and, and obviously uh, a lot of companies have uh, since then uh, gone into uh, layoff mode, uh, so we do see, once again, a contraction in spending. What's interesting this time is that there are still requirements that need to be addressed that IT um, has to deal with. So what we are seeing is a more careful assessment of how they will be spending their money. So in other words, uh, they want uh, to do more uh, with less, I think that uh, that's a stronger uh, testament to uh, to the trend that we see with unified communications. So rather than having different separate tools, and in many cases, um, they may be actually duplicating uh, this, the technologies that you have. Companies are looking to optimize, streamline the, the tools uh, they have. So there is a contraction in spending, but I think what companies are doing is uh, just being very careful uh, how they spend their, their money. You know, when you look at these offsite uh, teams, whether they be hybrid, whether they be uh, decentralized teams altogether, you know, one of the biggest challenges has been to create a scalable environment, right? And, and you see specifically with a lot of the hybrid workforces that some people are in office sometimes and not others. And there's kind of this weird push and pull of, of numbers of people that are in offices, but now we have to create technology and environments, whether that be, you know, in conference rooms and control rooms or leveraging meeting technology, but make them adaptable to whatever needs they might have that day. Talk about some of the ways that you're seeing uh, the IT teams deal with some of that scalability. Yes, there's a, a lot of interesting changes here. So one, one interesting trend that, that we saw last year was that even as the lockdown conditions were phased out, we didn't see many employees uh, going back to their daily commute. Um, so, you know, looking at different uh, statistics, the number seems to have plateaued at about 50% in terms of uh, how many employees are actually going back to the office. 
with the remaining uh, either having uh, a, a at home or uh, ha having a, a, a hybrid uh, work schedule. Uh, what does that mean uh, for, for the office? Well, we also saw that a significant number of organizations are downsizing their corporate offices. So obviously there is a lot of un unoccupied office space. However, uh, while at first, you know, there were concerns in terms of what this means for uh, AV specialists, um, we did see last year significant investment in renovating the office space. Um, so you see many companies uh, getting rid of uh, cubicles and individual offices and instead they're investing in uh, more of a collaborative environment so meeting rooms uh, for example and they are being updated with the with the latest technology and technology that supports this hybrid work so in other words uh, providing an equally uh, engaging experience for those that are in, in the office as well as for those that are working remotely. So there's many opportunities for, for AV um, specialists still. Uh, it does come with some nuances though. Um, so uh, it does require uh, more attention to the, these advanced uh, technologies. Uh, there is definitely a need for a higher uh, quality of uh, sound and, and the video both for the in-person participants, but also for the remote uh, participants. And the last thing that I could say is that with so many people working in different places, it uh, places more, more demand on, on IT, not just in terms of providing a, a, a good level of experience for those uh, remote users, but then also the ongoing support uh, that this requires. Uh, so it it's a challenge for for IT and for AV specialists for sure. I, I appreciate that answer, Raúl. It's 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 helpful to hear that context. And one of the things that I wanted to ask too, uh, specifically revolves around uh, what I'll call the typical channel. Right? Historically, uh, the IT and technology decision making process looks a little bit different. And today, you're seeing a lot more of these decision makers work with designers, work with uh, integrators work even in some cases directly with hardware companies, right? W how would you say the specking and even that buying process has evolved a little bit uh, in the last couple of years? Yes. So the shift to, to this new work environment, um, I could say um, more than anything, accelerated trends that, you know, your listeners may have already seen coming before the pandemic but they, they really accelerated. So um, it, it, it really uh, requires uh, uh, AV specialists to, to stay up to date, for example, in terms of capabilities for automation, um, uh, reducing the need to do on-site support. So centralizing um, support as much as possible. So that translates into uh, cloud-based uh, capabilities, for example, for monitoring Navy equipment. Um, just uh, thinking about the need for IT to scale their, their capacity to support different uh, sites um, at the same time and probably with a, a smaller number of, of, of people. 
The other, I think, uh, interesting dimension to this is there are many employees that have come on board uh, that uh, are uh, remote and they don't know what it's like to go into the office every day. So what does this mean for IT? That means uh, you have to provide an onboarding uh, uh, day one uh, capacity to make these employees productive from the very start. And then the ongoing uh, provisioning and, and support, you know, the full uh, cycle that AB uh, technology requires, all of that has to be scalable. It has to be, as you said, um, easily uh, uh, deployed and, and in a very fast way. You cannot afford to have someone sitting at their home for uh, one or two weeks waiting for uh their laptop to come in and then set it up and so on. Raul, we appreciate your insight and we appreciate all uh, of the information that you've given our listeners today. Raul Castanone over at S&P Global, thanks so much for joining us on Simplifying Remote Collaboration. And thank you all for listening. We hope to have you tune in again soon.